Welcome to the Empowered You Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Espino, a former licensed social worker turned spiritual empowerment coach and transformational speaker. And I am on a mission to help you rediscover who you truly are on a soul level so you can create the life you truly desire and make the impact that only you were born to make. This unfiltered podcast is your weekly Espino Espresso shot of empowerment, information, strategies, incredible guests, fun, and so much more all geared towards helping you believe with pure conviction that you are more than enough and have the power and abilities within you to make your dreams and desires a reality. Because let me tell you, sunshine, the world needs you. Now let's get this party started. Welcome back, Sunshine, to another episode of the Empowered You Podcast. I am so excited to be in your ears right now. I am so grateful for you. And if you haven't told yourself this today, or if anyone has not told you this, you are so loved and you are so appreciated. You don't know how much it truly means to me, the fact that you share this podcast with your friends and your family, the fact that you take screenshots and you tag me and you reach out to me and tell me your feedback and tell me your comments, the fact that you write five-star reviews, it means so much to me. It fires me up. It helps me keep on keeping on with this podcast and growing it and expanding. And I just can't put into words how honored I am to be in your ear, how honored I am that we're connecting, that you're taking this moment and really listening to all the guests that I bring on and to the, all the information that I share. And it just means so much to me. And I just feel like we are BFFs. I feel like we're best friends in this human experience. And I'm so excited that you're here. And I just say, keep on rocking with me. Keep riding the wave with me. Keep letting me know your thoughts and your feedback. And if there's any guests you want me to bring on the show or any topics you want me to discuss, it means so much to me and I really appreciate it. And as a gift, I want to gift you all my free Empowered You Recharge audio. Woot, woot. It's literally, I believe it's like six minutes long. And I share some major key points that I share in almost every speech in a lot of my podcast episodes. And it really is geared towards empowering you, motivating you, inspiring you, uplifting you, helping you recognize the divinity within you the freaking God, goddess energy within every single one of you. It's going to help you believe in yourself, help you go after your dreams and desires, knowing that you are inherently worthy of them, knowing that you are capable, knowing that is beyond possible. It's literally an Espino Espresso recharge for whenever you are feeling down or feeling like you need a lift, or if you're already riding high and you're vibing high and you're like, let me keep on riding this wave. It's a pick me up. And I'm literally in your pocket that you can use at any time for six minutes to share with you just some empowering points that I really, again, are geared towards just firing you up and helping you recognize your greatness. So what you do to get that audio is just go on my website, www.kellyespino.com and it will pop up and you just put in your information and you will get it delivered to your inbox. So definitely check it out. I will have my website in the show notes below and let's get this party started. So today's guest is absolutely incredible. She's amazing. It's Dr. Kathleen Henry. She is a spiritual success coach. She's an affiliate marketing mentor, an energy healer, a fierce goddess. She has a doctorate in physical therapy from Duke University. She's an expert in mindset, neuroscience, and the brain. She's a spiritual teacher, a business mentor. She does yoga and meditation and Reiki teaching. She's an EFT practitioner, an author, a speaker. She channels. She's a medium. She is absolutely everything and so much more. She's so down to earth. She has such incredible integrity, high vibe. It's She's so magnetic. She's so dynamic. Dynamic. She knows a lot about a lot. And it was just such an awesome conversation that I had with her. I really can't stress enough how incredibly amazing this episode is. I really would encourage you to take some notes. That's how awesome Kathleen is. And really go follow her on all her social media accounts because this woman has it, girl, guys. Like this woman is like on a whole nother level and she's just so freaking amazing. You're gonna feel like you're best friends with her. She's so cool, so chill, but so incredibly knowledgeable and such a beautiful soul. And I'm so honored to be able to connect with her and able to actually interview her and just talk to her. She's absolutely incredible. And you already know, Sunshines, I only bring the best of the best onto this podcast. You're going to love her. So definitely let me know your thoughts. And let's get into this episode in five, four, three, two, one. 
Welcome back, Sunshines. I am so, so freaking super fired up and excited for today's guest. Sunshines, you are all in for a treat. And I really, I really want you to really hear this episode. And I know a lot of times we listen to podcasts and we're doing the dishes or we're driving or we're very busy. This is the podcast that you definitely want to listen to. You may want to take notes. You may want to go back in time and re-listen to it again. But I'm telling you, there's going to be such golden nuggets, but also you're going to love the energy of my guest. I'm super excited to introduce to you, Dr. Kathleen Henry. Welcome. Woohoo! Yay. Thanks, Kelly. I'm so excited to be here. Like your energy is so aligned with mine. And so I know that every single person who's listening to this, you guys are going to be like floating on clouds with like the fairies and sunshine and rainbows. And at the same time, be really like grounded in yourself. Like I can just feel it. So there's going to be some fire here. Oh my gosh, babe. Yeah. Like literally I, I couldn't even talk. I stuttered because I'm so excited. <laughs> and I have to tell the listeners, cause I don't even think, you know, we were both talking at Kelly Atwood's like vibrational summit like last year and mm-hmm. babe let me tell you it's very hard for me for someone to get my attention like especially live streaming like if I actually watch a live stream and I'm engaged and I actually watch it like the full time then that never really happens and I saw your live stream and I was literally captivated by you from the jump and I was just I loved your energy so much and what you were sharing and I just remember thinking like this girl has it because like I said, like, it's very hard to get my full attention and you, I was yeah. fully engaged. So you rock. I just have to say that. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And, and we were talking about this before you we went live, Kelly. So I'm, you guys, I'm, I'm going to be super honest and open, but I think that one of the most powerful things when it comes to who we are as human beings, like we're all just vibration, we're all just energy. And the more authentic and real and open you can be, the more you attract people in. And so I think that's why you and I resonate so much, Kelly, is because we are just real and authentic and and open. And when you put that out, you attract people that are like you. So I'm like, well, duh, of course, but I would say it's just a reflection of you and how you show up. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you being here. And I feel the same about you and your energy and your infectiousness. And every time I see one of your videos, I'm like, this woman is aligned to me. Like it's just expansive and exciting. And so, yeah, I'm excited for what we're going to, what's going to happen. Yeah. Thank you so much. And it's so true. You say, you post things and I'm like, yes, queen. Like I just resonate (laughs) so much. So I'm super excited to have you on the call. I remember that live stream that I'm talking about and you did this demonstration about shake it like a, a crazy person. And can I tell you, I've taken that and I've done it so many times. Before yeah. we go into that though, because I definitely do want the listeners to kind of get a little bit of like who you are right now. Like what do you do now? Mm-hmm. Before we kind of go in a little bit of your story and dissect and all that good stuff. Yeah, totally. So we'll go into this in my story. And I've had quite the journey as all of us have, right? We're all humans and we go through this evolution of of who we are. But what I do now is I, I like to call it spiritual success coaching. And so what that is, is really allowing people to activate their potential of the truth of who you are, which I believe is like a divine being and create opportunities. And you get to create opportunities to be successful in who you are by being aligned to your truth. So yeah, I really just help people find that alignment, um, connect to the truth of who they are and activate what's already within you. And there's bajillion different techniques and ways that I do that, but that's that. And then I also do mentoring through affiliate marketing, which people are like, what? That has nothing to do with it. But it's all just ways to create more income streams and freedom and the ability to just be yourself more and show up as you and be paid to do that. Cause I believe that we all get to have that. Yes. I love that. And you hear that all the time from all the, like the billionaires or whatever they say, Oh, you need eight streams of income of pathways of abundance and a hundred percent. And I love, I love that you're not placing yourself in a label or a box because girl, I know your bio, you have like every title in the <laughs> So I can only imagine you're very multi-passionate. So I can right. only imagine if there was a time in your life where you were like, do I put myself in a label? Can I be all of these things? Like, have mm-hmm. you experienced that at all? Oh, totally. I want anyone who's listening to know that it's totally cool to be multi-passionate because that's me. Like I've, I've done so many different things and I used to feel like there was something wrong with that. But I'm like, wait, no, that's just who I am. And what I think is really important 
And this is what I found within myself is there's always this underlying pain in anything I do. So whether it's my work as a physical therapist, all of my stuff with like health and the passions I have with that and the human body and then spiritual work and, and business, all of it has this underlying theme, which is really like the space of what we're talking about today about activating you to your next level. Because I've always seen people at like where they're going and what your potential is and the capacity we have as human beings from like what's in our brain and what's in our energy and what's in our spirit that we're only tapping into like a small percentage of that. And so what I found is that there's all these different vehicles, but it's all getting to the same result. So for any of you guys who are multi-passionate, know that if you take a step back and you kind of look a little bit more as like the bigger picture kind of thing, like forest between the trees and whatever, that there's probably an underlying theme in all of these things that you're passionate about. And so when you can find that connectivity of it all, it allows you to have permission to be multi-passionate, but also just be yourself. And, and yeah, I just, I was like, I can't fit into this mold and box and title. So I, I, and any of you guys who are in um, this spiritual space or, or have businesses, you're like, what do I call myself? And I just was like, the label doesn't actually matter. It's just who I am and the energy that I put out. And that's what's most important. And I kind of just got over the title thing and I just made something up. For a while, I just called myself the queen of joy. Cause I was like, that's who I am. That was like my branding. And, and then I had to like put something more legit to it because people were like, what does that even mean? So yeah, it's just give yourself permission to be yourself. I think that's the biggest thing, you know? And that is so golden. It is so true. Oh my gosh. When I first started my business, my business coach at the time was molding me into her because she was successful, but it wasn't aligned with me, but I didn't know what the hell I was effing doing. So like for the first 11 months of my business, no money, nothing. And then once I started really incorporating spirituality and bringing that into my life and my business, that's, and starting to be myself. And I got, I adapted this whole mentality of like, the rules are, there are no rules. F that, F what, how I should do it and this and that. And I just been me. Oh my gosh. It's night and day, night mm-hmm. and day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The same thing happened to me too, Kelly. I paid all these people money and I was like following all these formulas. And I was like, wait, this doesn't work. And then as soon as I did the same exact thing, that's when I started getting results in business and every other area of my life. So yep. Same thing happened to me. I love that. So please let's go a little deeper in your story because I am, like I was telling you before, I'm absolutely positively fascinated. Uh, see, I can't even talk. I'm so excited. Fascinated that you are, you have a doctorate in physical therapy. So like you definitely have that science body background, but then you can do, you can, you're a medium, you're a channel, you, you're like a spiritual teacher. You have this extremely spiritual side of you. So like, can mm-hmm. you share with us a little bit about your journey? Yeah, totally. So I think that, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. Most of my life was, okay, do this thing. This is what someone told me to do. Okay. And it it came from my patterns and programming and my parents. I love my family. I have an amazing relationship with them. However, I just set myself up to be like the overachiever to be, I was the oldest child. I like totally type A, all of the stuff. So it was like, go to school. Do really well in that. Go to college. Do really well in that. I got a scholarship to play volleyball in college. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to be a doctor. And then I was like, Ooh, I don't want to go to school forever, but I want to do work with people at a certain level. And I was like, okay, well, the only other way I can do that is something, but you know, I was kind of searching and then, um, I got hurt a lot myself being a college athlete. And I was like, Oh, what's this like rehab stuff? Ooh, physical therapy. That sounds interesting. So I applied to all these schools and I was like, there's no way I'm going to get in. And I, I ended up getting into Duke, which is like one of the top schools in the country. And I was like, is this a mistake? <laughs> like what? But anyway, so I, I went to school, got my doctorate, loved it. However, I was super anxious. Like, let's go back to the fact that I was like a perfectionist and following all these patterns of I got to do all these things. And I would have anxiety attacks and severe insomnia, like coupled with being in school all the time, getting my doctorate, um, having a long distance relationship, all of the stuff that I was freaking out. So actually, you guys may notice the theme of this. I had a desire to learn something and I was like, I'm going to get trained and certified in it. That's how I am. And so I actually started seeking out um, deeper understanding of yoga. Like I was doing it from a physical perspective, but I wanted the spiritual side of it and just the calmness of my mind. So I got trained as a yoga teacher and trained in meditation while I was in school, which how I had the time for that, I don't know, because I was still working. I was working a job. I was full-time with my doctorate program, whatever, but finding that stillness and ability to meditate freaked the F out for me. 
part of our program was like, you have to sit and meditate for 30 minutes daily. And I had a panic attack and I was like, I can't sit alone with my thoughts. Like, are you kidding me? And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like that was the, the rate that I was functioning at. Now I'm a high energy person, but that was not healthy. I had like heart palpitations, like all of these physical symptoms. And like I said, insomnia, I couldn't sleep for more than two to three hours at a time. It was crazy. And so it was just really interesting that I was finding a path of like how to help people be healthy and well, and I wasn't living that myself. So I started my spiritual journey when um, technically when I was in graduate school. However, I've always had spiritual gifts. And I'm sure a lot of you guys who are starting to unveil this journey for yourself realize that like I was having out of body experiences when I was two and three years old, you know, that you can kind of see the mediumship. Like I'm an empath, but I also can sense people's like energy where it's trapped and stuck in their body. And I could feel that when I was younger, but I didn't have a label to it. And I thought it was nuts. So I just didn't talk about it. And then as I've delved further into all of this work, I'm sure you guys can, like I have bajillion books behind me. I love learning. And so I started to understand all of this stuff that was actually natural, intuitive and happening for me all the time. And I think that a lot of us, and, and some of you guys, I know everyone's on kind of different spaces in their spiritual journey, but I truly believe that all of us have spiritual gifts in us. And it's just about understanding what it is for you and what feels aligned for you. And so basically out of my own like desire to learn more, I just started understanding and receiving trainings. And so I was working as a physical therapist at a top rehab hospital, loved it, but I always got different results for my patients. And I knew that I was doing more than just PT. And like, I'm a very hands-on person. And that's when I started to understand like energy. So then of course I did Reiki, but I was like, my hands are physically, my hands knew where to go. They knew what to do. They knew how to move people. And I knew that that wasn't just like science and the brain. And I knew how to reprogram people's brains from an exercise standpoint and from a movement standpoint, but also from a languaging standpoint and the words that I said and the ability to motivate. So then I spun into like, oh my gosh, what's this like NLP and neuro-linguistic programming and, and how our words have an effect on us and vibration and all of these things that some of you guys might be like, oh my God, I'm overwhelmed right now. But for me, it was just all these pieces in the puzzle that just started making sense. And it all came together in like, this is why I truly believe that in my work as a therapist and in my work now as a coach, I witness miracles every single day. And it's not anything that's like supernatural. It's just allowing what is natural within all of us, which I believe is the spirit and divine. And you can call it God universe. I don't care what you call it. It's just believe that there's something bigger than you. When you allow it to flow through you, true magic happens and it's real. And, you know, I had patients that they'd be like, this person's never walking again. And they freaking walked across the stage. I had a kid that survived two plane crashes that played college basketball. Like this is stuff that, and I wasn't doing anything that was that different, but I had a belief. I, you know, was open to other possibilities and I had a mindset and my patients had a mindset of like, this is something that I know I'm capable of doing. And so that all circles back to that full potential. Like there's so much more that we're capable of. And that's what I started to understand. And basically I got to a point where I, before I understood energy, I was taking on so much for myself. So as a physical therapist, what ended up happening is I left the hospital I worked at. I started my own practice, did that, crushed it, whoop, yay. But I, I was burnt out. I was taking on other energies. I was doing more. But I also got to this space where I felt capped. I was like, I know I'm supposed to reach more people. And so I was running my coaching thing on the side because it was something I was passionate about with all of my meditation and things. And I just, I was like, I have to leave my practice. And it made no logical sense. And my family was like, wait, what are you doing? Like you've paid for all this school and training and program and you're going to step away. But I was running. I remember I was running. I lived in Chicago at the time along the lake and my body, it was like this force and energy that just literally stopped me dead in my tracks. And it was like, Katie, you've been running your whole life. It's time to stop running away from what you know and run towards towards your like bigger path, bigger purpose, but towards your like soul. And when I had that moment, it was like a, my come to Jesus thing. And you know, I had had 
physical pain, exhaustion, adrenal fatigue, collapsing at work, like crazy bike, like all of these synchronicities. I just kept going, but I was running away. And I was like, I want to run towards and I want to go into something bigger and more. So yeah, I stepped away from my practice. I grew my thing online. I literally packed all of my things, put it in a storage unit, traveled the world and went full time with my coaching work and, and, and owning that I was a spiritual teacher. And I've had several mentors and things along the way. And it's like, I'm not, I've never looked back and I'm so grateful and I'm still figuring it out. Like, let's be real. <laughs> I'm still learning and understanding and it's okay to not know at all. I think that's the biggest thing is like, when you step into this space of spirituality and spiritual work, you understand that it's not about you. And that's why I say like, when it comes to, do, to doing energy work or channeling or any of that, like, it's not about me. Sometimes I'm like, I'm sorry, I blacked out. I don't even know what happened but I literally remove myself, allow myself to be a channel to things flow through. And what's really cool, it's spot on all the time. And it's just magical. And I, I just believe that it's possible for so many people. And that's really a huge part of like why I'm here. And, and what I'm doing is to just remind you guys that there's so much within you. And it's just giving yourself that permission to own it and claim it. Wow. Yeah. Woman, like there's so many layers to your story that I don't even know where to go. Like, holy shit. Like, wow. Wow. Like, honestly, speechless. Holy shit. So I'm really thinking about like, where should I start? Because there's so much that you just like dropped on us that is so powerful. So, okay. When you said makes no logical sense, I feel like we have to talk about that more because Mm. it's so true. A lot of times when we do listen to spirit, we, when we do listen to our intuition, when we take that inspired aligned action, a lot of times it does not make any freaking sense at all. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. how are you able to overcome like the fear and like that pressure from your family that said, what are you you crazy? Like, how are you able to overcome that? Oh my gosh, I'm getting chills when you say that. Because the funny thing is, is like my scientific brain was like, there must be evidence. You've got to do this stuff. But basically, you guys, the honest truth is that like, I got to a point where it was like, I call it a bitch slap from the universe. It was like, yo, Katie, when are you going to listen? Because my body had physically shut down multiple times. I'd had like fever of 105. I was like in the hospital. I literally got in like a, a full leg, like bike accident where my leg was in a full body cast. I had a abusive relationship that I stayed in forever and then finally left. And like all of these things that were like, hello, 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 listen. And it just got to a point where I was like, okay, I get it. <laughs> and let me tell you this though, guys, even though it hasn't made logical sense and there've been times where I'm literally walking down the street and I actually remember this, this was even a year ago. I was here in Austin, that's where I live now. And I remember looking up at the sky and I was like, God, I'm done surrendering. I get it. Like, stop sending me these lessons. Like, I, I can't do it anymore. And then it was like, oh, wait. And this is one of my mentors is Gabby Bernstein. I've done trainings with her. And I remember her saying this, like, when you think you've surrendered, surrender some more. And so for me, it was the first thing I shifted. And if any of you guys can relate to this, don't worry. You're not alone. I had to feel. I had to allow myself to feel, which ironically became my first course that I I created and online, but I had to feel to allow myself to heal. I had to stop saying, I'm fine. It's okay. And I had to actually feel the emotions that were coming up. And it was fear. It was anxiety. It was, I don't know the answer. I don't know where this is going because our emotions are just like humans. They just want to be seen and heard. And so I started to allow myself to feel. I allowed myself to have like crying, emotional breakdowns and sobbing on the floor and praying and having faith. And like, let's talk about being a spiritual being. You've got to have faith. And if it makes no logical sense, then you lean on faith and trust more. Trust was my word of 2018. It was like, okay, cool. I'm going to surrender and I'm going to trust. And this year I've been really moving into the space of expansion, but you cannot be abundant or expansive or receive if you don't trust. And so my first thing was I had to feel. My second thing was to trust. And when you trust, it's just like your physical body and your muscle. Your intuition is, I like the analogy I have is it's a muscle. Mm-hmm. You've got to strengthen that muscle. And you've got to learn to say yes to it when it doesn't make sense. And when everyone around you is saying you're freaking crazy and you say, well, you know what? I trust it. 
And I think what's really cool is my family thought I was nuts. And now they're like, what are you doing? They want to learn more. They support me. My mom has bought a bunch of my programs. Like my family asked for my meditations and things like that. And they're, they're inspired by me now. And so what you get to do guys is you get to find support from people. Like, thank you for listening to this thing. Listen to what Kelly's sharing. Listen to these interviews. Listen to this podcast. Know that you're not alone in this and find and surround yourself with people who get it. People who are like-minded, people who are in that vibration before you, because you are not alone in this. Your physical reality and the, the people in your life may not get it, but there are people out there that get it. And so I sought mentors. I joined masterminds. I connected with people in my real life, like physically, virtually. Gosh, the online space has been such a savior and a blessing for me. Um, listening to podcasts, like reading books, all of that stuff, and knowing that I wasn't alone in it. And that allowed me to trust more. So, oh my gosh. Okay, yeah. so I must go back. I wrote it down and this needs to be on a t-shirt because I had such, I had such angel bumps when you said this. I had to feel to allow myself to heal. Drop the freaking mic right now. Like, <laughs> like, holy shit, that is so golden. I'm telling you, I would rock that shit if that was on a t-shirt because it is so true. And it's so crazy. I could think, like, literally I thought of five clients I'm working with right now that that's what we're working on because yeah. for so long, we were conditioned and programmed by our upbringing and just in general, not wanting to feel uncomfortable. So it's like, we feel the, we have these emotions we brush it under the rug and we try to distract ourselves or avoid or we drink or we drug or we do whatever, right? But then that's all energy. So just because mm. it may not be conscious, it may be dormant, it's still in our vibration, which affects our reality. So the fact yeah. that you were able to like say that, I feel like that sunshines, everyone listening, that is golden. I'm going to repeat it one more time because it was so powerful. I had to feel, to allow myself to heal. Oh, mm. beautiful, babe. Mm. Seriously. Thank you. And the Thank whole you. trusting. Yes. A hundred percent. Oh my God. Yeah. I love that. And yeah. my follow-up question from your story, I feel a lot of people can relate to that whole perfectionist like mm. tendencies. So mm. I know, I'm sure you're in recovery. I'm sure it comes up, you know, like, uh, yeah. Know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what's your advice for other people that are like, damn girl, like I can feel you. I'm such a perfectionist too. Like what's your advice mm. for them? Is don't be so hard on yourself and know that it's not, okay, it's perfect. Like exactly how you are is perfect. Actually, this is an affirmation that is now a belief of mine is I want you guys to use this, steal it, say it, whatever, as much as you need. Um, I always make the right decision is one and everything always works out for me. So whether you feel that something isn't perfect or it's not right, you always made the right decision. So it's perfect and it's all working out for you and everything is happening for you, right? And the other thing is that we're human. We're human. We're going to make mistakes, you know, like, hey, we're all spiritual beings. I fully believe that, but we ha are having a human experience. So we're not going to be perfect. We're going to mess up and whatnot. And everything is a lesson. So, I mean, there's certain times where I'm like, oh my God, I got to do it all this way. And then I'm like, whoa, whoa, pump the brakes, woman. Like, it doesn't need to be that way. But knowing that if it doesn't work out and if it's not perfect, there is a lesson in it and you get to learn and you get to grow, right? Because we're alive. We're Being alive means we grow. Like I always tell people, look at nature, look at trees. There's this evolution, there's this cycle and, and our life is a cycle. It's rhythm, it's flow. And if you think of energy, it's all just flowing and moving, right? So if you were perfect all the time, you wouldn't grow, you wouldn't move, you wouldn't be alive. So it's awesome to have these ups and downs because we just get to grow more. And anytime you have these perfectionist moments or you freak out and whatever, I think one of the most powerful things to do is place your hands on your heart. Your heart's the most powerful energetic force and vibration and all that, but your heart always knows. The heart is like the window, to, the eyes are the window to the soul, but the heart is the ability to connect to your um, soul purpose and energy and vibration, I believe. So if you put your hands on your heart and you really just take a moment and close your eyes and be still and say, what do I actually get to do right now? And use the words get to, because that's empowering, right? And your heart always knows. And then again, that's, that is strengthening that trust muscle and the intuition. So do you see how it's all tied together? But it's also like, give yourself a freaking break. There's no way you're going to be able to have it perfect all the time. Because I can tell you, it just allows you to create a life where you're an anxious bundle of freaking anxiety. And it's not fun. <laughs> I mean, I remember I was with my family a couple of years ago. 
and we were on a family vacation and you know, you're supposed to relax on a vacation. And I was literally having a panic moment. And I was like, Oh my God, why are we sitting still? Like, why are we going to dinner? And I was talking probably that fast. You guys like what's that? And my brothers, my brother, who is like the most chilled laid back person, both of my brothers were like, are you okay, Katie? And I was like, well, why, why have we made a decision? And they're like, we've been sitting here for five minutes. It's like, you need to calm down. But that's how wound up I was. And so a lot of us perfectionists have that in us. And like, just take a deep breath. It's all going to be okay. It's all perfect. It's all perfect. It really, truly is. I love that. And I love that exercise that you shared with us with the hands on the, your heart. And I can't stress enough everyone listening that we receive psychic informations multiple ways. So you may think the response, you may hear the response, you may feel the response, you may have a vision of the response, you may just know like what to do. But that's an excellent exercise. So thank you for sharing that with us. Now, my next question is, because this is something I've struggled with and I've really done the healing work and I've overcome this whole not good enough complex. Now, I mean, I Mm. believe it's an epidemic. I mean, we all experience it. And every time we up level, there's a new layer of like, okay, not feeling good enough. So in your opinion, babe, like what feedback do you have for those who are like, I want to do this, but I'm not good enough. Or my heart's saying this, but like... I'm not talented enough, or I don't know enough. That whole insert word here, enough. Yeah. Um, ooh, that's such a huge topic. So here's the thing. You're an expert on you and your life, and you have value to give, I believe. Especially if you're like, well, I'm not good enough to do X work or whatever. In the spiritual space, for sure. Like, oh, like I don't know enough to be a teacher or to lead or guide people into something. Well, I'm just going to tell you the truth is that you're never going to know enough. There's so much information out there that you're never going to know the answer for everything. I think one of the biggest things I learned in getting my doctorate and people can be like, oh, wow, that's really impressive. No, it's not. Like I I showed up, I did the work and, and yeah, it was impressive. But What I learned was not to know the answers and not to know it all, but know how to find the answers. And so if you don't feel good enough, just say, okay, cool. What do I need to learn more? Where do I get to grow more and whatever? I'm going back to that space that we're constantly growing. And so you're never going to know enough and that's okay. But the other thing is, is that you are an expert in you and you have value to give. And I'm pretty sure that every single person listening to this is a heart-centered person and is a person who has a desire to do more and be more and become more. So the fact that that's who you are, you have so much value to give to the world and you do know a lot. And again, it kind of goes back to placing your hand on your heart. But if you're like, what do I do? How do I share? How do I give? Be yourself allow your heart to shine. And I know that sounds kind of cheesy, but it's the actual truth. It goes back to actually why you and I connected, Kelly. Who you are and your energy is why we're having this conversation. Who I am and who my energy is, is why we're having this conversation. And so who you are is enough, you guys. And I want to go back to when I talked about that, you know, feel to heal kind of thing and and allowing myself to feel, allowed me to heal, but I wasn't actually healing anything. It's really a returning to the truth of who you are we're not broken. We're whole and complete and we are enough. And we don't have to fix ourselves. It's just returning and remembering how we are, which is like, again, insert whatever spiritual beliefs you have, but it's divine. It's pure. It's joy. It's abundant. It's expansive. So when you feel that you don't know enough, just remind yourself that you're whole and complete and you're perfect right in this moment. It it just grows from there. You know, like maybe you're, you're here at, you're at the beginning of your journey and you're going to move forward and just, yeah, hell yeah, of course you are. But where you are right now is perfect. And everything has happened for you to get you to the point where you are at right now. A hundred percent, babe, like same wavelength. Like you're speaking my language, woman. I'm like over here, like inside being like, yes, queen. Yes. And like snapping. I'm not doing it because of the audio, but like, I swear, like, yes, I, oh, I love everything you're saying. This is so golden. So my next question, because I keep firing these questions because I'm like, all right, I got a limited time with you. I'm trying to get as much information as possible. So the title of this episode is Activating Your Fullest Potential. So obviously I get like the foundation is the whole like feeling, the trust factor, but can you give us like any hands-on tools that you feel would 
are good for people that are just starting to really access their fullest potential or want or have the desire to access their fullest potential? Yes. Oh, yes. This is like my favorite part. Okay. So when it comes to activating you to another level, the biggest way to do it is to get uncomfortable. From a neurological standpoint and from a physiological standpoint in your brain, I'm going to be a nerd for a hot second here. Change doesn't happen unless you do something different, right? So I have people do this like crazy breath work kind of exercise where you inhale and you like hold and you pull the energy down from like your, the base of your lower chakras and your feet and you pull it up and you hold your breath and you engage and contract every single muscle. I always have people do this. And then you bring your eyes up, cross-eyed, rolled in and up, look towards your third eye. It's super uncomfortable. And people are like, I'm going to pass out, whatever. And I'm like, perfect. You've got to get uncomfortable and you've got to move beyond what feels like your little box and your comfort zone. Because what it does is it expands you. And then you're like, wait, I didn't die. Oh, okay. I'm fine. So what, what you've got to do is be willing to take risks and going back to those foundations, trust all of that kind of stuff. But I tell people it's like getting into the space of flow. Cause if you guys looked at like what I did in a normal day, people would be like, what? I did seven hours straight of interviews, videos, trainings and stuff last night. And that started at 7 PM. I was telling Kelly, I was up till 3 AM. But it was because I was in flow and shit was just flying out of me. But it was because I got super uncomfortable and I was like, okay, I'm going to allow this to be. And then I saw all of a sudden you become a channel and information and things come through. So the biggest thing you guys is get uncomfortable. And there's a lot of different ways that you can trigger this activation of your potential of flow state. And it's really cool because it, it's different for each person. So some people respond to physical triggers. So what, what that is, is like going for a run or doing a workout or doing a high level thing. There are also social triggers. Like some of you guys, if you were like, if Kelly asked you to be on this podcast, you would be shitting your pants, right? Awesome. Go do it. That's a social trigger. That's going to get you out of your comfort zone. Karaoke, speaking in front of people, any of those things triggering you there are going to be emotional triggers. Like we talked about that feel to heal. Um, if you are so terrified to tell someone the truth of how you actually feel, or like I was to actually sit in silence and feel yourself. And I don't mean that in a sexual way, but like <laughs> feel, feel the emotions that are coming up, feel the fear, feel the anxiety and actually sit with that. Like, what does that actually feel like? You're expanding your capacity of what you, what you are capable of. So that's just a couple of examples. There's 17 that I um, use and teach on, but it's all about finding something that's going to be uncomfortable for you, leaning into that and then going like, wait a second, I didn't die. I'm okay. What you do is you reprogram your physiological body, your system. It shifts actually the programming in your amygdala, which is your fear center of your brain. And then that your amygdala gets triggered, but then your amygdala is like, oh wait, I don't need to fire the cascade of hormones that trigger a stress response in my body because wait, I survived. I'm okay. So you expand what is in that parasympathetic, chilled out, calm space of your brain. But also when you get into higher potentials, it expands what what's your brain is capable of. It, it is cross-communication. The synapses fire. You start making connections. You have these aha moments. You're literally allowing your brain to do more of what it's capable of. But if you think about it, it's just used to la la la. I'm just going to keep them alive. And okay we're running on 90% of our subconscious programming. You can't break those subconscious programming if you're not expanding and getting outside of your comfort zone. So I think the biggest thing is guys is get uncomfortable. And so some people do think, I mean, I've done this like freaking skydive or, or go do have a conversation. But honestly, some of the scariest things and some of the things that have opened me up into my potential have been conversations, have been feeling emotions have been doing deep inner work, doing shadow work, doing stuff where it's like me by myself, freaking crying or journaling or writing it out. But what it does is it just opens up and you release the crap and the shit and the baggage. And then it allows space for you to receive more information, but also know what you're actually capable of. Woman, you are a plethora of knowledge. <laughs> yes, with all these terms. Um, it's, you're so, you're really dope because you're very like, uh, obviously extremely knowledgeable, but you're very down to earth, which I love about you. Like, you're, yeah. you know, 
mad cool, but like so knowledgeable. It's amazing. So I love that. And I couldn't like, oh, I love that so much. And for those that are like, okay, flow state, you're saying, okay, but what exactly is a flow state? What would you say to them? Because I know for me, I get it. But like, what about for those that are like, kind of like, but what does that mean? That's so interesting. No one's really asked me that. Okay. So I like to use the example, if any of you guys have seen the movie um, Limitless with Bradley Cooper or like Lucy with, shoot, who's the actress that's in there? I can't think of her name. You know who I mean. Um, But it's like, now both of those go to the space where they get a little crazy and like in Lucy, she like explodes. It's basically that. It's like tapping into, or, or Wonder Woman, any of that kind of stuff, like, or Superman, you know, guys, they're portrayed as these like fictional characters, but it's actually true. (laughs) Like we are capable of so much. You hear about, you know, like a woman whose kid is in a car accident and the kid's under the car and they have this superhuman strength to lift a car. Like that stuff is in us. It's in our body. And when we allow certain hormones and chemicals to be released, our body is just capable of doing stuff. Or any of you guys who have run um, a longer distance or there's like a runner's high or any of that kind of stuff. I used to run races and stuff, but you start to go beyond what you thought was logically possible. And I think this is where my background in science and stuff comes into play. I would say is that our bodies are capable of so much. And I'm going to add in our spirits are capable of so much. And we just don't allow ourselves to go there because our, our, our logical mind thinks, well, like, no, that's not possible for me. And so I love for you guys to even just go into this space of curiosity, this space of wonder. And think about when you were a child. So my my PT work was with children. When you're a kid, you have, you're fearless. And any of you guys who are parents know this, like they're jumping off of crazy things or they're on the playground and you're just like, oh my God, they're going to die. But they feel superhuman. They're like, yeah, nothing's going to stop me. And they end up learning how to do everything, how to move, how to talk, how to walk in a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. And it's in our wiring, it's in our circuitry, it's in our system. And then we become programmed, you know, once we below seven is before our like conscious mind has fully developed. But once we then get programmed as adults, we're like, oh no, that's not possible or that's not possible and whatever. So it's like return back to the curiosity and wonder we had as kids. And just think of what's possible. So I invite you to just say like, what would happen if, what it would be if I did this? Oh my gosh, what, I have this kind of crazy idea, but what would happen if I did this? I'm sure Kelly, this whole podcast started as a crazy idea, right? And then like, look where it's gone. I mean, I can say that about pretty much everything I've done the past couple of years. And so to activate what's possible for you guys, you got to get curious and you got to start wondering, huh, what would happen if I did this? And then trust it and go for it. And that just starts to expand what is possible for you. Use your creativity, use your imagination. Creativity and imagination expand what's possible in your brain. More circuits are fired, all of that kind of stuff. Like it's all woven together. And I think that all of that circles back to is having faith and trusting and knowing that you're doing the right thing and that you're not alone in it and you're fully supported. So when you do that, what if I go do this and it feels crazy? Well, you also get to remember that you're fully supported by God, universe, angels, whatever you believe. So you're not going to fail. If it doesn't work out, cool. What was the lesson? Going back to that recovering perfectionist. Okay, cool. What was the lesson in this? So the more you get curious, the more you can activate that potential and what's truly possible for you. It's just about practicing it. I know for me, when I'm in flow, I feel creative. I feel inspired. I feel energized. I feel there's a lot of synchronicities, a lot of signs, things just feel right. But what about you? Like when you're in flow, what emotions do you feel? Oh, same thing. Clarity, ease. I feel like no time has passed. I am invigorated. I am inspired. I am, I I also feel like superwoman. I'm like unstoppable. That's why I used yesterday as an example. I'm like, I'm not even tired. It actually fuels me. Like when you're in flow, you get more energy, which kind of doesn't make sense because you're doing more and you're literally is like, wait, this should make sense. I should be exhausted now, but you're fueled. Again, that just shows you guys what we're capable of doing. So I think that when you're in this space of flow, it just opens up and yeah, it just allows things to click. Like things start working and it lines up. 
I also believe that flow is when you're in true alignment. And so alignment can be like physical, psychological, emotional, and whatever. But I believe true alignment is when everything lines up. So like your beliefs, your physical body, your spiritual, spiritual practice, your faith, your emotions, like you're feeling all of those things. But flow, like if you look at it as kind of like Legos, not even Legos, it's like the connects. It's like click, 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 click. They all line up and it's a straight line and then flow allows something to just go like, and it flows right through it. So that's when, when you're in flow, it's like everything is exactly as it's meant to be and it works. That's why it's easy. That's why you have clarity. That's why you have energy because it's actually how our bodies, our brains, our energy, our being is designed to be because we are designed to thrive. Yes, queen. I love that. I love that so much. So real quick, I just have two last questions for you. So before Mm -hmm. we got on this call, you were like, I have to finish up my mindset stuff. So I'm assuming you have like a morning mindset practice. Would you be able Mm -hmm. to share the golden nuggets of what your morning mindset practice looks like? Yeah. And you know, what's really cool is this used to take me forever to do. And like I would journal for hours and all this stuff. And then this actually happened recently. I was like, F this. I've got to combine the mindset work and my morning practice with actually taking action. So my morning ritual and morning routine is a lot shorter than it used to be. And I find that to be quite liberating for people to hear because they're like, yes, I don't have to do so for hours. So I like to make cacao, which I freaking love. I combine it with coffee sometimes, but like I'm about to do a clean eating thing. So I can't have coffee for, for three weeks. So so I have cacao, which is a heart-opening plant medicine. It's, it's not chocolate. It's like full cacao. There, there's a plant and the medicine behind it. So um, I drink that in the space of like a ritual. So I love to have some kind of ritualistic thing. So for you, it's coffee. If it's green tea, if it's whatever, like I love something warm in my hand. So I make that in the morning. But before I wake up, I always try to think of one thing I'm grateful for. And it's usually like, yay, I'm alive today. Seriously in being in a space where I was reminded quite frequently of how precious life is when I was working in in the hospital and the rehab center of people's lives changing instantly. So that moment of gratitude. So, so anyways, I have that. And then I, um, I do my little ritual of getting my coffee and like moving and those little things. And then I sit down and I do a very simple gratitude practice where I, I used to write like, I'm so happy and grateful that I blah, 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 blah. And then I found that I was just like writing it out and I didn't actually mean it. So the fusion of combining gratitude with the feeling, I write out five things that I'm grateful for. And I actually feel that, like I feel the gratitude and it's different each day. Sometimes it's as simple as like today, it was the fact that I got to sleep in a little bit more and that I'm grateful for my shifted schedule and whatnot. And then I write out some goals and dreams and desires as though they are already done. So I am da-da-da but it's not affirmations. It's like, these are things I'm striving for and I'm writing it in. It's like future pacing. I'm writing that it is done. And then all I do is open up my journal and write out whatever flows through. I'll either do a meditation before or after. I have a flow activation meditation that I do for myself that gets me into that flow space. It's like 10 minutes long. And then I journal and I say like, what does my soul need to know right now? And I just write whatever comes up. And I only write a page, like a page. And I'm like, okay, I'm good. Kelly, I had shared with you on that other thing is like, if something feels off or stuck or stagnant, I move, I either go for a walk or I do the like shake your body, full body shake, like and just release the stuff. But yeah, my ritual is some kind of warm beverage, a little bit of gratitude, a little bit of future pacing and locking in what I'm calling into my life. Real honest journaling of what does my soul need to say? And then some kind of activation. And after I do that, I move into doing like this interview, for example, which is like something that invigorates me or fuels me, or I'll write content or I'll do whatever, or I'll like yesterday I had a meeting with somebody. But that ritual does not need to take a lot of time. And I think that's the big hang up. A lot of people think they have to have this long, extensive routine. I exercise and work out and move my body, but I do it kind of in the middle of the day when I'm feeling stuck and stagnant, I go move to get me back into a space of flow. I love that. I love it. And I love that it's not like a chore. Like you, you figured out that listing of the gratitude wasn't helping you. So you were like, all right, let me shift it up. And I feel like that's so important because sometimes I feel people, it's like a chore. And then if it's a chore, it's not going to do anything for you. 
So thank you for sharing. I love that. That's golden nuggets, people. Like this is golden nuggets. My last and final question is a question I ask all my guests is because this podcast is called the Empowered You Podcast. When was the last time you truly felt empowered in who you are? Here's the honest truth. So I do a free channeling thing every week on my business page. That felt really good, but it made no logical sense. (laughs) Notice the theme on this. But there was something that it was like, Katie, you need to say this. And it's a little bit of that bitch slap from the universe that I've received. And I allowed myself to kind of call people out say things. Um, I'm usually super nice. I'm sure assuming you guys kind of got that vibe in this conversation, but it was like a tough love time. And it came from such a grounded and powerful space that I felt like I was teaching, I was showing up, I was being of service, but I was, I was empowering not only myself, but I was empowering others to hear something that I needed to hear a few years ago. And I think that's one of the most powerful ways to be empowered is to share authentically and activating yourself in in a way that's just real and raw and honest because you're going to empower other people. I used to try to save people and that doesn't work. So I believe that when you empower yourself, you empower others to do the same. You're just giving them that permission. Yes. Queen. Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Katie. This has been such a joy, such a pleasure. I mean, I know everyone listening is loving you. So where can they find you if they want to connect with you? I hang out on Facebook and Instagram mostly. My like handle is at Dr. Dr. Kathleen with a K, Henry. So that's my Facebook business page and Instagram page. And then you can go to my website. I'll be honest with you guys, it needs to be updated, but it's drkatiehenry.com. That needs to be updated to the Kathleen. I shifted it to match my numerology. That's a whole other tangent. But yeah, that's where you guys can find me, message me, send me a DM on any of that stuff. I respond. It's not a bot. It's me. I love connecting. I love having conversations. And yeah, I'm just uh, so grateful to have had this conversation with you, Kelly. I appreciate you so much. Oh my gosh. I appreciate you. I'm truly honored. Very humbled. This has been such an awesome conversation. I'm really like, I literally cannot wait to drop this episode. And I just want to thank you. Thank you for being you. Thank you for answering the call. Thank you for getting uncomfortable. And really like it takes so much It takes so much strength and bravery to actually follow the callings of your soul and really own it. Mm -hmm. So I see you, I celebrate you, I honor you, and I thank you. Right back at you, woman. (laughs) Awesome. All right, sunshines. Well, there you have it. Thank you so much for listening, for tuning in. I love you so much. Until next time. Bye, sunshines.